Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Today, I have a great special guest. Um, we have Carson today, uh, who talk about um, all things oil and gas, cash flow, um, and how this can be a perfect investment to capitalize on because oil and gas is a lucrative business and it produces great cash flow, is always in demand, and it's a, a risk-mitigated uh, asset class. So today, I want to welcome Carson to the show. How's it going, everybody? Um, yeah, he, he covered a lot of that correctly. You know, one thing is, is you know, th this particular deal is risk mitigated compared to most other stuff out there in the oil and gas field as far as already having production. I can go into more of that. Um, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years, actively involved in passive investing, you know, for the past 12, doing uh, real estate, multifamily as a co-GP, you know, graduated from Baylor down there in Waco, Texas, uh, BBA finance. Golly, I can't even remember what year that was. I think it was a three or five, <laughs> but it's been a minute. But, but yeah, I, I, I've walked the stage and all that. So anyway. Okay, great, great. So how did you, let's talk about how do you first get into, I guess, commercial real estate and how do you get into oil and gas ultimately? Well, you know, I, I started off, you know, like most entrepreneurs, you know, uh, wanted to get away from corporate America. You know, it's a beating. Everything's really political. Wanted to do my own thing. Uh, got out, started a marketing company with a friend, you know, and then just kind of graduated to where I wanted to do bigger and better things, you know, from a marketing company. Um, that's kind of how I got tied into real estate. Um you know, I, I raised capital there, you know, back in the day for quite some time. And then actually, uh, there was probably about a five-year period where I was a basement stock trader for five years. And that's what I did for a living. But, um, you know, it's one of those with the conditions of the market and everything. I stepped back out into uh, real estate. It's a great place to be as far as an inflationary environment and economy, you know. And uh, oil and gases as well. Anything that's uh, hard assets that can bring uh, cash flow to you. So great. Anyway, great. And then how did you come upon? Because oil and gas is kind of like a uh, mystery to me because I've done multifamily and storage. So I guess how did you did you educate yourself through a mentor? Or how did you learn about the oil and gas business? I have invested passively myself several times in the past. You know, yeah. I've never done it to where I was a partner on the deal. You know, I, I invested with a girl and I, I made money, you know, and then she passed away, you know, and then the current real estate environment, it's really hard to find a good deal out there. You know, real estate's still a great asset class, but it's just a fact of the matter. It seems like there's a tug of war between buyers and sellers. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted a deal. I wanted something that could bring prosperity during, you know, more challenging times, more turbulent times in the economy. So I reached out and find some uh, industry veterans to uh, partner up with and acquire oil fields. So. Okay, great, great. And I guess you build some partnerships and now you have passive investment, uh, sort of um, a, a forum for people to invest passively, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we, we're looking for both passive investors and then maybe a couple of co-GPs on this deal, you know? Yeah. 
it's one of those where it's um, risk mitigated in the terms. It's not just that it has current cash flow on it or current uh, production. You know, that that's a big bonus as far as being less risky, but it's also multiple wells. Um, two, it's not exploratory in terms of, you know, when we get in, eventually we'll graduate into some new drills or you're getting into, you know, we have well logs, which are better than 3D seismic that are used for new drills. So we'll have more of an accurate, you know, idea. We know where the zones are, so it's not as exploratory. We also have mapped out where uh, ExxonMobil planned on drilling the additional well. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have the ExxonMobil st- uh, study in place with um, 24 million barrels still in place from that. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, data came with it. You know, there's a lot of um, value on the front end from the acquisition standpoint. You know, we're acquiring it for a dollar per barrel of oil in the ground. It had new electrical uh, infrastructure put in. And, you know, that was from a field fire that happened and they replaced all the electrical and all that. And um, so anyway, we, we got a really good deal on it. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, reworking these wells. Also that what makes it less risky is the rework aspect of it isn't going into uh, new zones. It is just, uh, we're just reactivating and turning on and, redoing some of the lines and putting new equipment in. So it makes it less risky in that aspect too. So. Okay. And this is in West Texas, Midland, Midland area, Odessa. It is in the Hardeman basin. It's between the Fort Worth Bend Arch basin and Permian basin. It's in Wichita falls. It's near Wichita falls, Texas. It's not in Wichita falls, but it's 4,400 acres. You know, another thing we like about this deal is it has tremendous upside you know, it's it's one of those where we feel like even in a, you know, a tougher economy, you know, we can still thrive and prosper, you know, if we make good decisions, you know, on on getting in there, you know, but I can pull up my uh, thing and show you, you know, kind of some of the numbers when you're getting into, you know, on it. Mm-hmm. But, but let me ask you, do you offer the investor cash flow and the upside when you sell it and you, you, get, you get the gains? Well, yes. So what it'll start off with is if you participate, you get um, you're buying into the original acquisition and that comes with six to seven reworks. You're going to get some cash flow from that. And then you'll have the additional opportunity to participate in um, some horizontal drilling, Um, you know, and the upside on those can be pretty tremendous. You know, just to give you the uh, idea of the magnitude you're looking at is, you know, if we go in there, you know, the, the numbers we put together on some of those new drills, we kind of use the low, what we thought we could achieve, you know, but the upside is, is if we can go in there and do 500 to 1,000 barrels a day on any of those, you're looking at uh, anywhere from a 60 to $100 million field. And that's just after the first two new drills, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's one of those, if we go in there and hit 20 home runs and they're all pop and you know it, it could be a you know a significant windfall so mm-hmm. we like that upside but we're not really putting that into our projections we're given really reasonable projections that we think we can pretty easily achieve so okay you know okay. so the investor if you invest like let's say a hundred thousand they get some is a quarterly quarterly cash flow that they get and then and i assume some point when you sell it down the road they get some kind of gain right 
Well, yeah, they can sell it at any time or I can help them exit whenever they're ready. Yeah. You know, it's it's a little bit different in that respect because you can sell without. So if you if you go in as a partner, passive partner on an apartment complex, you can um, you can't sell until the apartment complex sells pretty much. I mean, I guess you could, couldn't you? But it, it doesn't really happen. Yeah. You know, but with that regard, you, you can sell at any time. It'll come like a title it is off the courthouse, just like a car or whatever. But you can sell it whenever you want. You know, at some point we will probably exit and then we'll ask the buyer if they want to buy out our partners as well. You know, or, you know, if, if somebody after three to five years, you know, wanted to exit for whatever reason, I can help them sell it. There's always companies kind of like companies buying and selling houses, you know, oh. just depends on. It's just, you know, how quick and how fast you want to sell it is going to determine what you want to, you're going to get for it, you know, but it, it can, it can be sold for, you know, anywhere from one to two year uh, cash flow on it. You pr prefer to get closer to the two year, you know, but yeah. you, there's all kinds of people that'll buy it. So anyway. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Which is a fall because I thought it was a Permian Basin, but you're actually in a different area, which is kind of north, north toward Amarillo. You're going toward that direction too, which are falls. Yeah, it's a little uh, east of uh, Permian Basin, so yeah, yeah, maybe maybe northeast, slightly northeast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. northeast probably. Yeah, because Denton that way you go look up that way toward the yeah. I can I can show you where it is on a map. Okay. To. Uh yeah okay sure. Let me pull that up real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay so okay so in in this case the investor will get I guess tax benefits. How much do you think is hundred thousand? How much do you think they could write off in uh, oil and gas in investment? So, you know, on this, I have the ExxonMobil study right there, but you're getting into, okay, so for 1%, it'd be $60,000 for 1%. And it'll take us about three to six months time frame to rework those wells. On yeah. that initial one, you're probably looking at a 30% tax write-off. But okay. in addition, you get your revenue every additional year, you get a you get fifteen percent of that that you can write off as well. So, so there's future write off on that. Um, you know, when you get into these horizontal trills over here, okay. So this would th this right here would be for those first two. So to participate in two of them, it'd be eighty thousand for one percent. You'll get first right refute to refusal if you come in on the sixty thousand. And you'll have you'll have several checks in before you are given the option to participate in this. But so for one and first first and second drills right here, you're looking at anywhere from eighty to a hundred percent tax write off on those. Oh, those going, are really high. Go, that is a high. Yeah, because it's it's intangible drilling costs. You're going to be able to write off most of your sixty thousand. It's just not as much first year. But, you know, at the same time, we're here to make you money and it's not all about taxes. I know everybody wants to pay zero taxes, but our goal is, is to make you money because a lot of people in the oil business will go into a single new drill. A single new drill is very risky just because it's one well mm -hmm. and they lose their money and all they have is a tax write-off. We want you to have more than just a tax write-off. You know, the cash flow is equally as important. So, mm -hmm. you know... And do you have wells right now in that area that, that's nearby? You could, you know, monopolize that area? Uh, we sold, uh, gosh, I can't even remember where Breeclaw is. I think that's more down by the coast. We just had a gas field, you know, down near the coast that we sold in um, 
2021, I believe. But, you know, I was I was part of the beginning part of it, you know, helping to raise the funds and all that. And then, you know, I kind of lose touch of the operation side. I'll send out updates here and there on what's going on. Okay. You know, people will start to receive checks and statements and it's monthly, okay. you know, so then then they sold it. And, you know, I, I I think that was down near the coast, but we don't really try and focus on a, a specific area. You know, we try and focus on where the best deal is because okay. a lot of people are going into the Permian Basin just because it has the, you know, it has the brand name, I guess you can say, and they're way overpaying. I mean, you can see that in real estate where some markets, people are just paying way too much and you can find value in other places. So yeah. that's really what we're about doing is finding value out there. So, okay. so but to, put, to get, go yeah, ahead. Do you have projected like for investor, let's say I put 80,000, how much do you think I'll get one year or two years? You have some kind of projection like that? So if you put 60 in on the rework, you know, we're projecting $26,000 a year. It won't start off right there because you're looking at three to six month time frame to actually get the wells reworked. Okay. Okay. But there's a little bit of cash flow starting off coming out of the gate, you know, like five to 10%. Like if you put 60 down in the first, you know, few months, you'd get three to 700, I would say, something like yeah. that. But okay. really, you're waiting for those to get reworked about a three to month, six month period for it to come in around there where it's projected. We have a high and a low figure, yeah. you know, and these numbers are based on what it was doing before COVID. You know, the high, it was doing 300 barrels a day before COVID. You know, the low, we're saying 150. This is 225 at the projected. So cumulatively, so say you put in 60 and then you put in 80, yeah. what you, after you put in 140,000, after the first and second drills, you're looking at 118,000 yearly. And this is, the, the, I'll, I'll show you why, you know, this number right here is, when you show it to real estate people, it seems really high. Yeah, but if I take high. it to, an, if I take it to an independent guy that's really made it in the oil business, He's going to think it re sounds really low. Okay? okay. So to give you an idea in that business, it's not, we're, we're out in the middle of nowhere, you know, doing work that's not easy. You know, we have to have big upside for us to go out there and do that and acquire this field. Okay. So we have to have those numbers to where, you know, it could easily do that. That's very right. easily doable. Um, you know, high side 159, low 78. I'll kind of show you why we're coming in there. Um, there's our uh, our uh, chairman, former Exxon Arabia CEO. You know, the decision-making process, if anything comes up, you know, you have Chris, the petroleum engineer, and then William Chesser. He's a geologist with 50 years plus experience, been VP at several companies. You know, Chris and him will kind of be making the decisions. If it's something major, they'll go to, go to Jerry to um, – and I'm a partner with Falcon uh, – Falcon production. So, okay. um, but yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll go through Jerry and kind of get some oversight on some stuff. So let me, um, so there, there's a map of where it's located right there in yeah, Texas. So it's, like, so it's, know, like it's, north, it's like north of like Midland, north. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's Midland? Like right out in, it's kind of Northeast. It's, it's kind of like where that, you know, that little, it's, it's somewhere a little South is near, near the edge of the okay. little edge thing. Yeah. So here's here. So, so those numbers, um, Exxon went down vertically. You know, we're going to be able to do horizontal drill right okay. here. 
that is 20 acres right there. You know, the petroleum engineer goes over this technical slide. He's, you know, says this is about 20 acres. So, you know, to give you an idea, he said, you know, it could easily do three to 500 barrels. And we actually have that put into our uh, high side on that slide. But he said it wouldn't shock him if it came in at 500 to 1,000 barrels, you know, to give you an idea. So, okay. you know, to and, – and that happens all the time in oil. You know, there is tremendous upside, but we're not really – there's already upside as it is, okay? That's why we're going in here. But there's – if we can go in there and hit a couple wells as first two and any of them do 500 to 1,000 – you know, you're probably looking at a field that's worth 60 to 100 million just based off the first two drills. Okay. So, I mean, th th really there, there's there's real reason why I'm telling you there's even more upside than what's in those slides. And that's why when oil people see those slides, we, we, we send them a different presentation just so they understand what we're looking at. You know, what we do have in this field is, you know, we have where ExxonMobil, I'm trying to find the slide. ExxonMobil actually has mapped out where the new um, where the the new drills will go. So, so yeah, it's previously approved. So this purple right here, where those are circled, is you know where previously approved to drill the other wells. Okay. So, so we kind of have you know a lot of geological data that was included in all this. You know, so you know that I have a more technical presentation for people that need it. Uh -huh. It would, it's not something that somebody outside of the oil industry would really understand. I don't, you know, okay. um, but, but, but it is available. So, okay. 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 So I guess, I guess to, to sum it up, what do you think is different multifamily versus oil and gas? What do you think the key differences are? Oh, I, you know, multifamily, as long as it's not, uh, you know, over leveraged, you know, it's yeah. very, I consider to be low risk because there's a housing shortage. Right. You know, in the current environment, it's hard to find a good deal. Yes. It, it lacks the upside that it once did, I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, time will tell. It probably goes up in value. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we have some headwinds in the lending environment. I, 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 I really like the upside on this and the longevity because here's the thing. And you have scalability on this, too. So in here, after those first two drills... Mm -hmm. You know, if we're cash flowing in this region or even higher, you know, you're looking at the ability to self-fund future wells. So if you're reinvesting your revenue back into this and we scale all the way to 20 and that's optional, you know, you can do what you want. It's your money, you know, but if, if you scale it, you know, going into 20 drills, you know, looking at, you know, $1.2 million dollars you know, which is very easily attainable, you know, if we go out there and do 20 horizontal okay. drills. Okay. So, and like I said, they're, 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 they're not as exploratory as like a brand new one. We know where these zones are because of the well logs from the currently producing ones and all okay. that. So, but the, the overall, and these can last, you know, 50 years, just to give you an idea or more, because okay. okay. that's the other thing I like about it is the, the upside has a tremendous upside and it has the, to give you an idea, they're still producing today from the first ones that were drilled by ExxonMobil in um, the 50s. So okay. to give you an idea of how long they can produce. 
So if we got into this area, I mean, you could basically retire off of that, you know, okay. if you're okay. re reinvesting, if you're reinvesting your uh, revenue, mm -hmm. it's highly unlikely that you're going to be able to retire off of one well. If you did, you got really lucky, you know, yeah. but if you pit, if you go into the right field with the right um, setup behind it, you know, if you do the whole field, you could potentially retire off a field, you know, okay. having a piece of each, each and every one of those wells. So, right, right. you know. So, so normally how, how long does a typical investor stay in this deal? One, two years, three or five years? How long do they, they stay in? As long as they want, but I would say, you know, five years, three to five is probably three, the three. ideal. Okay. You know, if, if you're going to come in, you're going to want to do at least the first two new drills. You know, I mean, okay. to me, if it's making that kind of money, why would you sell? You know, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. so okay. That, 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 that's, that's why I like it too, because if it's, if you're getting in there and it's making that kind of money, why sell it? You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's considered high compared I mean, to in the multifamily. That's considered a high high return if you can get that kind of money. Well, yeah. Well, what I what I typically see in oil and gas is people waiting about five years, you know, and then they'll decide to sell for whatever reason. You know, you can sell part of it too. You know, that's an option. You don't have okay. to sell the whole thing. So you know, are you we sell buying half of it. So are we buying the rights to this oil, or what? What, what are we buying here? You, you'll you'll have title to the working interest from the courthouse. You, you're buying a percentage of the lease. The lease is what you're getting. Okay, yes. Okay. So you you can buy, sell, and trade that anytime. There's good and bad about that. I mean, they it, it's easy to sell oil and gas royalties. Believe me. I mean, there's always people buying it. You know what you can sell it for depends on your time frame, who you sell it to. Similar to if you had a house and you wanted to sell your house and you sold it to like one of those cash buyer guys, you're probably going to get way less than if you sold it to a private party. So, okay. you know, the, the, you know, it's going to vary on what I know people don't like hearing that, but, you know, you, you can get it listed and sold to a private investor on your own, or I can help you get it listed. You know, there's always a buyer for it, you know, okay. Okay. but I, I, I would... If if I were I plan on staying in for five years at least. That's my okay. where I'm at. So okay. you know. Okay. So is there any risk so, to this though, uh, Carson? You think there's any risk to this investment? There's risk involved in every deal. You know, nothing nothing's guaranteed. You know, just okay. like multifamily, they tell you there's preferred return, and you know that doesn't mean it's a guaranteed return. Yeah. You know, um, mainly early on, it would be oil price. And that's why I broke out, um, you know, the break-even oil price. So on the low side, if we're able to achieve 150 barrels, okay. you know, that's about what the oil price is. There's some operational risk, you know, with equipment going down and stuff like that. But, you know, that could hurt your cash flow, you know, but... As far as the main risk that could really hurt you, it's probably the price of the commodity. But for the time being, I see that staying fairly stable where it's at, you know, with OPEC cutting production, you know, I read where Saudi needs oil to be around $80 a barrel for them to fund their government. But, you know, I, I would talk to your financial advisor or anybody, you know, about the risk involved. But right now, it's less the risk because it already has production and the reasons I've already given, you know, but oil price, you know, we, we need that to stay high early on, but you can see if you get into, you know, this, I mean, that's, 
you know, the more the more production, if you participate in the new drills, the higher your production, the lower the break-even cost is. So you can see the 11 and 8 and 6 down there versus, you know, you got, you know, if we hit projected, it's a 22, which is really good. But if we go low side, 42, yeah, it's, it's probably not going to go there, but you never know. But, you know, the more we can produce, the better off we are. Just like a restaurant, you know, I mean, the more sales you, you have, the more you can absorb, you know, any kind of pain as far as, you know, something yeah. unexpected happening. So anyway. Okay. Well, great, Carson. Great. That's that's great explanation. Thank you. I think some of my listeners will want to talk to you more about your investment, maybe possibly invest in your deal. So how can I reach out to you, Carson? Uh, my uh, phone number is uh, 214. You can see it right here. It's 214-251. Okay. You, can, you can text me or call me on that 214 number right there. Um, you can also email me at... Um, that info at passive.investments. And, okay. um, you know, right now, you know, I'm, uh, you know, it, it's, it's gotten a lot of interest. We got a lot of people in, you know, um, okay. I've gotten a million in, have a guy that's probably going to coach and pee it here soon. You know, I'm looking for both passive investors and partners on okay. it. So, okay. um, you know, we can talk about both. So it's a good solid deal, you know, for any okay. investor. So yeah, yeah. My anyway. audience will, will reach out to you and reach out to your number and your email and let you talk yeah. to you about this deal. Okay, great. Good yeah, Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay, Carson. sounds good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.